Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat down to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 Is a stupid Rubbish writer. Hello and welcome to The Worst Writer in the World with me, Rufus, and... It's me, Howard, hooray! Straight out of time and space, coming up your TARDIS, coming in your house, <laughs> coming down the chimney just like Doctor Who does, and giving you, giving you some milk. <laughs> like, hey, I just came down your chimney to milk you, OK? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. In the middle of the night. Oh, dear. Oh, no, I, I thought I was bringing you milk, but I've come to milk you. That's completely different. OK. Okay, bend over. It's milking time. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm getting terrible flashbacks to Ginger Beastie. <laughs> All right. So, thanks to the British Comedy Guy for hosting this show. Thanks to our patrons on Patreon for patronising this show. And thanks to you for listening to this show. You're the best ones, really. Mm. <laughs> you cheaps, <you're> cheapskates. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you remember what happened in episode one of The Candle of Ever? Howard? Yeah, it was really saucy, wasn't it? Like, all that <laughs> business was like, you know, going downstairs and getting his dick out and then... then, then he... <laughs> no, 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 that didn't that didn't happen. It, it did, didn't it? No, he, he got his candle of ever out. That uh, wasn't a metaphor for anything. Oh, okay. That was just, that was literally was his candle, candle of ever. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Because this was written by a child. Uh... Unlike some other dirty things that were written by adult Howard, this was written by child Howard and therefore is completely clean. Boo! We started in a space museum Mm -hmm. where Ted, the night watchman, was jumping to some very strange conclusions about being rich. He was jumping. (laughs) That's that's always my favourite part. (laughs) (laughs) He found that there were two statues instead of one and that meant he was going to be rich. Yes, because he's in space and that's what what happens in space. (laughs) Absolutely. You suddenly get a pay rise. (laughs) Unfortunately for Ted, it turned out he wasn't going to be rich soon. He was going to be dead soon. Yes, he was going to be a dead glowing head soon. Yeah, because that second statue wasn't a statue after all. It was a TARDIS and it was a TARDIS of the the murderer. murderer. Yeah. Yeah. And so Ted died. And um, who found him? But Dave. Dave. Space Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Then, after all that excitement, we cut to another TARDIS with Doctor Who in it. Yes, and the most impressive Patrick Troughton impersonation you've ever heard. (laughs) Why do you like a jelly (laughs) baby? Oh, look at my lovely Patrick Troughton. (laughs) Do you like it? (laughs) It's good, isn't it? Shall I take it off? Shall I take my Patrick Trout off? All right, so we're in the TARDIS. In we Doctor are. Who's TARDIS. Yeah. Where can, well, can we go? Uh, the listeners. <laughs> As listeners, we are. We are listening to a scene that's happening in Doctor Who's TARDIS, and Doctor Who is telling Jamie and Zoe where they're going next. 
That's weird that because Tom Baker Doctor never travelled with Jamie and Zoe, so it's strange that he's <laughs> in the TARDIS with them. Stop drawing attention to my bad performance. <laughs> Let's see what Tom Baker Doctor Who, who commonly travelled with Jamie and Zoe in his TARDIS <laughs> mm-hmm. and played a flute yes. and wore checkered trousers. Yeah. Let's see what he's what he's telling them about where they're going now. Okay. There is a fine art show <laughs> on in Blackpool in 1991. What? Which is where we are going. So so we shall pop in there. Go, go to the tower. Go to the pleasure beach. Play on the slot machines. And then stroll along, stroll along the front. Eating candy floss and rock. <laughs> You're not making all that up. That's, in the, that's not the words, is it? That is absolutely the words. Wait. And I've also discovered yeah. why you are so against uh, commas in your nowadays. <laughs> Because you used them all when you were a child. <laughs> it's a shocking how many commas there are in this. That sentence has about 18 commas in it. It's f- amazing. This is full. Um, all right, so both the Doctor's companions have to say something in chorus now, uh, which is the word rock. So perhaps you can help me by being Jamie. OK. All right, so three, two, one. Rock! Exclaimed the Doctor's two companions in chorus. I need to what you're saying, Doc. Um... Yes, Doctor, do you really eat rock? I've lost the Zoe voice very much, haven't I? Yes, Doctor, do you really eat rock? No, of course not. It's a type of candy stick. <laughs> right, they think he means rock. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah that's it's a joke. Yeah. I, I, I suddenly get a strange feeling that Doctor Who actually used that joke itself not too long ago. That or I wrote it again recently because <laughs> I've not grown up. That is that's probably more likely, yeah. actually. Yeah, it's definitely more likely. Um, okay, so, uh, oh dear... It's very hard to explain. You both came from time zones which do not have small luxuries. These, explained a frustrated doctor not very well, because what did that sentence mean? A sudden shuddering hit the TARDIS, and the central column slowly stopped in its tracks. Its tracks? Is it, yeah, apparently the central column was going for a run at this time. <laughs> well, the doctor continued, well. maybe I won't have to explain now. Oh, you'll never get away with it that easy, Doc. That's brilliant. That sounds just like him. Thanks. Zoe, check for oxygen. I'm really, uh, I'm doing an impression of you here. Cause, uh, yeah. Check for oxygen. <laughs> it's fine, Doctor, said Zoe. She's my worst one, isn't she, of the three? She doesn't have to be that high, I don't think. It's fine, Doctor, said yeah, Zoe. that's what she said. She's okay. just a prissy little madam, basically. It's fine, Doctor, said Zoe, yeah. as she looked up from a large group of dials. Just do a Hermione um, Granger impersonation from Harry Potter. And that's, oh, that's even more difficult. That's all right, I'm going to stick with this. Just me doing a slightly high-pitched posh voice and hope that that's okay. Looked up from a large group of dials which expressed how much oxygen, hydrogen, argon and radioactivity, open brackets, ETC, close brackets, the planet's atmosphere contained. So there's a machine that tells you how much argon there is. (laughs) Yeah. That's the most important Oxygen. Uh, no, it doesn't tell you. It... Doctor Who, look at the amount of argon. <laughs> Jamie, so much argon. <laughs> I mean, yes, lots of argon. Too much. Here, um... eat this celery. It will protect you from argon. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't tell you how much. It expresses it. <laughs> That's what it does. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. It, expresses... it does a little dance to show you how much <laughs> argon there is outside. All right. Doctor, can we take a wee peep through your window? Oh, I like it. Yes, if you like, <laughs> the doctor replied. And he strolled over to a blue knob. Brilliant. 
<laughs> Sorry, fixed into the control console. That's Jamie, he's cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He twisted the knob. You're so, you must know what you're writing here. You must be doing this deliberately. He twisted the knob, especially after your introduction. We know you think it's funny. Um, he twisted the knob and slowly... Oh, but... doctor, stop twisting my knob! <laughs> and slowly but surely, the panel next to the doors slid open to reveal a picture of the outside world. Mm. When a picture... <laughs> <laughs> I drew this earlier. <laughs> it showed a long line of paintings and statues. Perfect, exclaimed the doctor. The doctor slid across the TARDIS floor. <laughs> so he's lined, he's laid down first and, and like oozed across the floor like a worm. Good. Um, slid across the TARDIS floor and pressed the red door button. He's opening the red door, not the green door. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't want to open the green door because Shaken Stephen might be behind it. Uh, no, Shaken Stephen doesn't know what's behind the green door. Yeah, because he's behind it. Oh, that would no, be no, a no, shock, he's on the it? other side, isn't he? Yeah, and then it's Doctor Who's on the other side of the green door. Yeah, yeah OK. There's a Doctor Who and a Jamie behind the green, green door. door. Green door. Love that song. Yeah, it's great. Much better than Elvis. <laughs> not originally Shaken Stephen's, though, was it? I don't think so. I think it's a old, just regular old Stevens. 50s or <laughs> Yeah, regular Stevens. Before he got Parkinson's. <laughs> well, Stevens. Healthy Stevens. No, not me. Not healthy Stevens. Healthy Stevens. Yeah. yeah, good. Okay, so. Um... <laughs> I've lost my place yeah. again. You were in the TARDIS pressing the green door button. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The red door button. Because mm. um, it would have been a completely different adventure if he had pressed the green door button. Yeah, it would have been an adventure with Shake and Steve. would have done at the start. Yeah. Um, all right, so the doors were open and the trio they stepped open? out. The they trio. were open. or They, they were <laughs> They were open. They, they used to be open. <laughs> no, they were. The, 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 the TARDIS past, doors were The past word participle, open. is that? The past, past part- participle, yeah, it well, would be. Were, word. They were open, but they yeah. ain't anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Except, of course, the past participle has been. But mm. other than that, yes. Yes. Um, the doors were open. <laughs> <laughs> but they weren't anymore. <laughs> so Doctor Who <laughs> opened them. Um, yeah, word open and the, t- and the trio stepped out. Uh, the Doctor closed and locked the doors. Oh, this is all necessary description. <laughs> and then walked over with to the a painting. Key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he kept in his pocket, that he took out with his hand. Yeah. And then walked over to the painting nearest to him and started examining it. <laughs> Stand absolutely still, you three. Don't move a muscle. The Inquisitors will be here soon and they'll sort you out. Oh. The three time travellers turned to face their assailant. What are you accusing us of, may I ask? The newly arrived Dave. Stared hatefully at them. <laughs> where, is, where is the Dave? Yeah. The Dave that was Regu- regular, yeah. regular, regular Dave. Regular Dave. He just, was like just, grinning. Yeah, he was happy. But the newly arrived Dave <laughs> stared hatefully at them. <laughs> um, jiggling the gun he carried in his right hand. What? What is he? <laughs> jiggling, jiggly, jiggly. This is a euphemism again, isn't it? He's got <laughs> yeah. his gun in his right hand and he's, he's jiggling, jiggling it away. Because <laughs> he's just seen Zoe. Hatefully. <laughs> oh, oh, I fucking hate you. I hate you. Oh. Okay, so... Uh, I'll meet you upstairs in five minutes, he said. <laughs> <laughs> He's already upstairs jiggling his gun. Oh, it's yeah, like yeah. five minutes later, a redhead walked in. <laughs> so Doctor Who and Jamie and Zoe arrived at a space museum. Mm-hmm. Right? They were going to Blackpool, I think. Really? Right? They were going to, to eat some to rock. Eat rock. Yeah, but they accidentally ended up in a space museum because I think at some point in this story you say that the TARDIS 
often lands a million years yeah. <laughs> away from where it's meant to be right. and a million miles away. So, you know, I am going to go to Earth in 1994. Oh, dear. Hmm. <laughs> I am. It's a million years ago on another planet. So they've arrived in a space museum and immediately got captured by the security guard, Dave. Another great space name. And he is about to accuse them of something. Murder, he spat. Murder? What are you on about? <laughs> you can't they charge us with that. We've only just arrived. <laughs> I'm reading. It says it's J-O-O-S-T. That's um, what they say in, uh, in Ireland, though, isn't it? Yeah. Where Jamie's from. You expect me to believe that? Ha! You must be more stupid than you look. And you sound. Oh. This last statement was directed at Jamie. <laughs> I just... I just saw you step out of that contraption. He pointed towards the TARDIS. Yeah. The very same device Ted described to me, I shouldn't wonder. Yes, before you three killed him. He was wise enough to contact me. He told me of the new museum exhibit of yours. It's obvious you killed him. Four exclamation marks. He definitely said it a blue box, asked the doctor. <laughs> he'd, lost, he'd lost the ability to speak properly. <laughs> it a blue box, is it? <laughs> yeah, he definitely said it a blue box. He did said, say it a blue box, yes. <laughs> no, not in so many words, but he said there was something I had to see. And it was a box that was blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, after a I doctor who came out of it. <laughs> <laughs> There's nine dots. What? Something I had to see, nine dots. Oh, wow. Anyway, exclamation mark. Why am I explaining to you, you murderers? Sir, please try to keep calm, expressed the doctor. Express. <laughs> keep calm, exclaimed the disgusted and amazed Dave. Keep calm? You expect me to keep calm, do you? Is well, this... I'll tell you this. You're bloody lucky I didn't kill you on sight, you filthy, rotten, bloody scum. Is, is disgusted and amazed Dave different to newly arrived Dave? <laughs> yeah, this is the third Dave that's just arrived. Uh, Dave raised his gun as if to fire, but resisted the temptation. You're very lucky that I am a law-abiding citizen, because that's all that's keeping me from blasting you to kingdom come. Oh, said the doctor in a very offhand fashion. Sorry, in a very offhand fashion. Oh, said the doctor <laughs> in a very offhand fashion. I see. <laughs> no, I don't think you do, cried the angry and distraught Dave. He's always two things. This he is. is the thing. Um, who That's was now... He's, he's, oh, no, he's, hang he's on. a complex character, you see. It's going further. Multifaceted. Sorry, I, I take it wrong. He's, oh. he's got three. He's got three attitudes. Oh. No, I don't think you do, cried the angry and distraught Dave, who was now very annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> What's so a bit angry and distraught? He wasn't annoyed before. No. no like... He was now very annoyed with the Doctor's flippant manner. Look here, you wee scratty man, shouted Jamie. That's a good line. That's perfect, Jamie, you wee scratty man. We've done nothing to your Ted friend. <laughs> but if nay leave us alone, we may be forced to do something to you. Oh. Do you ken what I'm saying? I can I can what he's saying. You really got this Scottish thing. I've nailed you? Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jamie's you have, I think, because yeah. Jamie was never very convincingly Scottish either, was he? is perfect. Like, no, you no I, I agree. It's, and, it's very Jamie. And he's like, if, if you, he's we've quick to like, you know, say like, you know, I oh, will beat the shit out of you as well. Jamie is. At this point, the Inquisitors chose to enter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they had overheard this threat, and in their minds, there was no doubt about who had murdered Ted. You are under arrest spoke a male Inquisitor. You will be executed on Nendra Day. <laughs> Nendra Day? I'm Nendra Day. Day. You will be executed on Nendra Day. Or Heron Day. <laughs> All depends on the weather. Oh, no! It's a joke. It's a joke. Where is the body? asked a female Inquisitor. 
This way, Dave told the group, and directing the Doctor, Zoe and Jamie with his gun, right. he led the five red-cloaked Inquisitors to the shrunken Ted. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, that, Nick, because I thought it was going to be a place. <laughs> to the shrunken Ted. Let's go to the shrunken Ted. This way, my friends, to the shrunken Ted. If you look over, if you look to your left now, you see Ted looking quite small. <laughs> Normally, Ted's a lot bigger than this, but... <laughs> He's got it turned to Mike. <laughs> yeah. But on this occasion, Ted's quite small. I don't, I don't normally like a small Ted, but uh, on this occasion, I'm willing to make an exception. Because he's quite a, quite an attractive small Ted. His face is... His head's glowing. <laughs> yeah, so he, use him as a torch. Yeah, I was... <laughs> what else can you do with a shrunken Ted? He's like QVC. Mike on QVC would oh, be he's good. just the right size to insert him. <laughs> OK. The Doctor had been totally disgusted by the sight of the body, as had all the others, mm. and it was soon proved that the Doctor was not the murderer. What? How? As oh. Radar, the famous scientist what? and inventor of the lie detector... Sorry, that doesn't say detector. That says li- inventor of the lie de- detector. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. detector. Yeah, they have detectors in space. <laughs> Radar, the famous scientist and inventor of the lie detector, <laughs> the think travel machine and picture vision, used some of his inventions to discover that another being from beyond the stars was responsible. Now there's a good bit of, <laughs> there's good, a good bit of plot it's like, work. Hello, it's like, hello, all right, my name's Radar, OK? I've made my, I've made my picture thinking device and I'll go over there, go over there, rolly wheel machine. <laughs> now I've come up with, like... Prove that the doctor didn't do it. Contraption. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll just press this button. He didn't do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, does anyone want some warm bread in my bread warming machine? <laughs> it makes it go all crusty and hard. <laughs> all right, so uh, Doctor Who, Jamie, and Zoe were accused by Dave. Of being murderers, right? Mm-hmm. But then Radar turned up Ooh. and proved they didn't do it with his Doctor Who innocence machine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Okay. So let's, uh, let's get back and see what's going on now, shall we? Apologies, we're in progress. <laughs> <laughs> the Doctor, though a little venomous... What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, though a little venomous towards the Inquisitors... Mm. Uh, and Dave, oh, and Dave, okay, Dave yeah, had yeah, decided yeah. to help discover the truth. Hence began a series of investigations, which included a lot of measurements, arguing and pacing around the room. Jamie and Dave, not really very good scientists, stood and watched in incomprehension. Uh, they're going to become a comedy double act now. I can, I can sense it. Okay. Oh, I can't understand even the most wee bit of what they're on about. What? <laughs> Said a very bewildered Dave. <laughs> This Jamie was very strange. That's in no, that's in speech marks. This Jamie was very strange. <laughs> I said, I can't ken what they're doing. Really? Exclaimed uh, an even more bewildered Dave. He decided to pass a comment. You know, <laughs> I haven't got a clue what they're doing. Do you? Jamie stared back at him in amazement. What did he think he'd just been saying? Jamie sighed and walked away. This Dave was very strange. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't think they were a comedy double act because they, they, nothing funny happened there, did it? It's just hilarious. It's <laughs> like, uh, he's going like, I can't understand, I can't ken what's going on, Leek. And then, <laughs> I don't know what's from Newcastle. And then the other one goes like, what the fuck's he talking about? His, his words make no sense to my yeah. person mind. Um, OK. The group of people who slept in a huddle. What? <laughs> the new section. 
The group of people who slept in a huddle were woken by the cry of Eureka, which came <laughs> from the doctor. Sorry, which okay, came from right. the doctor. So uh, were woken by the cry of Eureka, which came from the doctor. He had discovered something. <laughs> Gather round, everybody. <laughs> the weary group gave out what protest they could muster, gave in, and got into a circle around the doctor. <laughs> The doctor began. <laughs> I they got have, into a circle. Yeah, they got into a circle around the doctor. I have discovered, after Something. hours of research, that the person responsible for the murder and for stealing the candle of ever, added Dave. Well, apparently someone's nicked his penis. <laughs> what? exclaimed the doctor. Didn't I tell you? No. Oh, well, they have done. <laughs> And if they it to some moon somewhere, <laughs> they can extinguish it, and all the chaos spawn will escape what? and wreak havoc over the universe, what? said Dave, half reciting. Half reciting oh, from right, a, a text that missed some words out. This whole affair is a lot more serious than I had first thought. I should have known that there is some very good reason for killing Ted. What? And stealing the candle is a good reason for butchering, is it, Doctor? Asked Zoe, who was rather disgusted at what he had just said. <laughs> yes, said the Doctor. If you are evil and totally twisted, maybe even on the verge of madness, which I'm afraid our Time Lord friend is. Ooh. Time Lord? Shrieked Zoe. Time Lord! Shrieked Zoe. <laughs> she was amazed. Yeah. Yes, I'm afraid so. And this man... Or woman... Yes, or woman, was born on Gallifrey, so they are bound to know where its third moon is. What? Okay, yeah, well... We... <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah. Irrelevant, but true. I don't know. So I mean... They were born on Gallifrey, so they probably know the name of some of the cities there. <laughs> yeah. I thought, you know, I'm born on here and I don't know where our third moon is, so I'm not sure it's necessarily true that you would know where the third moon is. I think that's is. because we don't have one. Where? Where its third moon is? Well, moons don't stay still. <laughs> I mean, if it's a moon of Gallifrey, then where it is is, like, orbiting Gallifrey, isn't it? <laughs> it's not going to go anywhere else. Otherwise it stops know. being yeah. a moon. Everyone would know that, then, wouldn't yeah, they? Yeah, even well, I know that. Well, maybe it isn't. Maybe that's the point about the third moon. The third moon of Gallifrey, Gallifrey is somewhere else entirely, yeah. 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 OK, I'll go with that. So, we have to catch them. But for that, we'll need your help, Radar. Because with your... Is Radar there? I guess so. Oh, okay. Because with your little devices, we can adapt them so we can track the thief's TARDIS. That is, if you wish to accompany us. Oh, God, Radar's got to speak he's got now. A voice, right? Yeah. Maybe he's an Australian. No, maybe he's, maybe uh, Dennis Quaid can play. All right, ball. okay, Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Fair dinkum, Doctor. You're right on there, right, mate. <laughs> it doesn't uh, say that. No, it doesn't say that. <laughs> but of course, I wouldn't miss it for the world, mate. Right, come on then, you three. The Doctor, followed by Zoe, Radar, and Jamie, trooped over to the TARDIS. Mm -hmm. Radar looked at it doubtfully. Mm -hmm. Won't we be a bit squashed? It will be tight to get inner this space, said Doctor Who. <laughs> but you have been yeah. in smaller spaces, <laughs> yes. Dennis Dar. <laughs> Dennis, yes, Dennis Dar. Surely you are used to things being smaller on the inside, because you, you're smaller on the inside. <laughs> you were smaller on the inside of Martin Short. <laughs> this is the opposite. <laughs> We will be bigger on the inside. No, we won't. Wait a minute. How does, how does that work, Doctor Who? Are you sure about this? Uh, no, what it actually says is, No, replied the Doctor. I think there will be ample enough room. <laughs> All right, so Doctor Who has taken Jamie and Zoe and Radar to his TARDIS, and Radar has immediately observed that it looks a bit small to fit four people. 
Ah. So let's see what the solution to that's going to be. I think there will be ample enough room. <laughs> okay. Uh, the group of four entered the now unlocked TARDIS. <laughs> Rather than their other choice, there's the still locked TARDIS, which they didn't try and enter. And a gasp was heard. What? <laughs> okay. Just before the doors closed, in their smooth, gliding fashion. Right, okay. Uh, seconds later, a wheezing, groaning sound destroyed the deathly silence of a practically empty museum, and the TARDIS had vanished. Practically, it's not practically empty. It's got shitloads of stuff in it, including <laughs> yeah. five Inquisitors, Dave, yeah. and then a, a, <laughs> loads of exhibits, loads of exhibits, and a sofa. A dead, a now dead Ted, <laughs> yeah. a previously alive Ted. My insistence on describing the um, the, the non-state of things, <laughs> like that, it's not locked, Tardis. Yeah. He's not alive. Right, Chapterius Threacus oh. is what the next one says, because uh, you're funny. Uh, Chapterius Threacus. Probably funny for a ten-year-old. Yeah. yeah. Arrived on Scaro. It's just that the only problem is, is that look, my humour hasn't progressed. Yeah. And I would still No, you that. were funny as a ten-year-old. I remember that's uh, very much... I fucking hate you and where this sentence is going. Well, no, I was, I was going to be entirely positive. I was going to say you were funny as a ten-year-old. I think that you Look were... at you now, you fucking moron. Well, I wasn't going to say that out loud. Mm. Though Radar was a scientific man and was also a man who had been inside the TARDIS for at least 30 minutes now, what? he was still a man. <laughs> <laughs> well, why would he be? The TARDIS isn't... <laughs> Most scientists who go into the TARDIS turn into women <laughs> or like pigeons or something. Come into or my... biscuits. Come into my woman-making machine. <laughs> I like women. I like men that are women so I can get their boobs out. Step that is my... the rule of Doctor Who. Time and relative turn you into a woman in space. <laughs> Can I have one of those cakes, Doctor? No, they're all for me. But there's five, Doctor. Yes, that is the rule of Doctor Who. <laughs> Doctor Who gets all the cakes. Tegan <laughs> Javanka gets none. That's... And that's a Time Lord rule? Leela. Leela entered in her pants and she stays in her pants. That is the rule of Doctor Who. Amy Pond. You shall wear only on night in gown. But Adric's allowed to have his clothes on all the time, even in the shower. That is the rule of Doctor Who. Boys with clothes on. Girls with boob out. Rule. <laughs> Doctor Who. Uh, anyway, he was still a man. Mm. Totally amazed by the TARDIS interior. Leather ins upholstery. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from being able to travel in time, the, the inside was much larger than the outside. Mm. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> What? what the fuck? Yeah, really? It's pretty amazing. But but try and deal with it. The Doctor had given him a short guided tour. The rooms and corridors seemed endless. Um, okay, so blah blah. That blah. corridor leads to everywhere else. This is the main room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That door goes everywhere. That's where Jamie does sleeping in the nude. <laughs> oh, Doctor Who. <laughs> You can see that. I got I got Jamie in the TARDIS because I thought he was a girl. He's got long hair and a skirt. <laughs> oh, Doctor Who, I'm not a girl. Um, all right, so uh, short guided tour. Uh, rooms and corridors seemed endless. Then they had got down to work. <laughs> and with Open two... your legs, Radar. <laughs> Time for work. And with two great intelligences working together. Mm -hmm. They finished very quickly oh. and had been tracking the other vehicle for about 20 minutes now. Well, exclaimed Radar, if I've said 332, which I have... What? <laughs> if I've said 332, which I have, I'll say it again. 
This TARDIS contraption is truly fantastic. I think I think there's a couple of <laughs> words missing. Word if I've time. said it, if I've, I've said, said it 332 times, which I have. Yeah. But actually, he says, if I've said 332, <laughs> which I have. He has. I just heard him. I'll say it again. 332. <laughs> this TARDIS contraption is totally fantastic. A time-travelling machine, and it's dimensionally transcendental. Amazing. Uh, they haven't mentioned that before. It's time to mention that. <laughs> Amazing. Truly, this TARDIS is a thing of wonders. Wonders I have never anticipated coming across. <laughs> Not coming yes, across. it yeah. truly is a marvel, Doctor. When do you think we'll catch up with this other TARDIS, Doctor? inquired Zoe. Well, it all depends on the reliability so, of the machine. Say, until make it sound so much like Darth Vader, it's, it's brilliant. You're James, James Earl Jones impersonation. Is it's coming along, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, it all depends on the reliability of their machine. <laughs> Any landing they may make and how long our tracker can go on functioning correctly. What? But if all goes well, we should arrive very near them. Maybe only a few seconds behind them. Why don't you arrive before them? Yeah, I don't know. Stupid time-travelling idiot. <laughs> Why can't we just beat them to the moon by settling our coordinates for some time before theirs? <laughs> Zoe. Ask Zoe. <laughs> Zoe. Yeah, Zoe's the clever one. The clever one. Watch it, because we don't know when they're going to arrive, do we, Zoe? <laughs> the Doctor answered, but apparently they can arrive a few seconds after. Oh, without yeah. knowing. Well, when they arrive, then arrive before them. Yeah, yeah. Get, arrive a few seconds after yeah, yeah. and then go back, because yeah. you've got a fucking time machine. Yeah. Oh, of course. Suddenly, the TARDIS started yes, to Yes, my Doctor Who logic has worked on stupid <laughs> Zoe. Now, Zoe, boobs <laughs> out. out. <laughs> that is the rule of Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, OK, so suddenly the TARDIS started to shudder, and slowly but surely, once again, the central column, which up to now had been rising and falling, stopped in its movement. It's really important to mention that, isn't it? I think we need... But hey, hang on. I mean, the story and the plot and the characters are all very interesting, but what's the central column of the TARDIS doing at the moment? Is it rising and falling or not? It's, it's been going up and down, but it's not doing that anymore. <laughs> all right, so where was I? Oh, yes. Uh, the person who had stolen the candle was, in fact, a man. Oh. He was another renegade time Lord and went by the name of the Master. <gasps> the Master knew that I he was, he was being... called the Murderer. It said earlier he was called the Murderer. Yeah, he's changed his name okay. since then. The Master knew that he was being followed, and so he had decided to try and shake his pursuers off. And his first—that's <laughs> <laughs> another euphemism. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You... So they have to have a bit of a lie <laughs> down after. I will give you a quick shake off. <laughs> 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 is, that your, is that your master voice? <laughs> it's it's very Tom similar to Tom Beckett. I can't do Anthony Ainley. <laughs> um, oh, I'm going to have to do it. Oh, Doctor Who! I'm going to shake you off now. <laughs> Oh, Doctor, you went well. Oh, Doctor, Doctor. Oh, I give you a good shake off. Would you like that, would you? Yes, release my jelly babies. <laughs> oh, I'm shaking your jelly babies everywhere, isn't it now? Uh, the master knew that he was being followed, so he decided to try and shake his pursuers off. <laughs> 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 By taking the enemy what? to the planet Scaro so that they could be dealt with there. He smiled. He liked the idea of this. He liked other people's death, oh. destruction, and suffering. Exclamation mark. Alright, so Doctor Who is in his TARDIS and they are pursuing the master who's in his TARDIS. Right? Through probably spinning around in space. <laughs> I expect. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then, when they finish spinning around in space, they'll dematerialise. <laughs> uh, but the master is trying to escape them, or he's actually trying to shake them off, as we've just discussed, right? 
And the way he's trying to shake them off <laughs> is... <with> his <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Is un- un- unexpected because he's the master. He does what you don't expect. He's shaking them off by going to Scaro. Oh wow! And what is Scaro, Howard? Uh, it's um, an Irish hole in yourself. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Because is a scar is a hole in yourself, and an O No, is... it isn't. <laughs> what kind of scars do you have? A scar is a hole in yourself. Yeah. I don't know what people have been telling you, but you've been getting bad medical advice. <laughs> All right. All right, what I'm going to... I'm going to suggest you don't do any more jokes. <laughs> yeah, all right. Because that revealed a lot more than we wanted to know about you. <laughs> all right. What? Uh, no, Scar O. What? Are you just saying it's Irish because it's got an O in it, even though yes. it's at the end? I couldn't oh, remember. I couldn't remember which country had O's at the end. It's Italy, right? It's an Italian Scar. Which country has... Yeah, Italy O does. Yeah, it's, mm. it's Italy O. Mm. <laughs> Uh, no, now, Scaro, of course, of course is, is the uh, homeworld of the Daleks. The Daleks. So the Master is trying to escape Doctor Who or lose Doctor Who by going to the Dalek world. He want to be All careful because right. they'll probably execute him. <laughs> yeah. And then Doctor Who will have to take his snake back to Cafe. <laughs> and that's just anything. <laughs> Imagine the problem. Someone's going to end up kissing someone. It's going to be bad. So let's, uh, let's find out what's going on in the story. Chapter Numero Quattro, uh, Destruction on Scaro. The tall blue box that materialised on Scaro was recorded in the Daleks' main control room. The Ogron that was on duty at the time went immediately to see the Dalek in control of Section B2. This is good, this bit. I'm really enjoying <laughs> Who, in turn, went to see the Black Dalek <laughs> in control of Tower 3, who then went to see the Supreme who was, Dalek. Who was a... this, is, this is like reading the Bible. Like saying... Like, <laughs> Someone begat, begat someone, someone else. else someone yeah. begat, it's like the black Dalek begat the white Dalek. And then the Ogron begat a Dalek. Yeah. And the Dalek begat a black Dalek. Two figures stepped from the TARDIS. The Doctor and Radar. Apparently they've shot Jamie and Zoe. Um, the doctor... And then another two figures emerged. Jamie and Zoe. <laughs> that made four figures. <laughs> All four figures emerged. We're outside of the TARDIS now, said Jamie. Oh, we're outside of the TARDIS now, said Jamie. Inside the TARDIS was big, wasn't it? <laughs> And, and that a, thing kept going up and down. down. And there were holes in the wall that are called Randall's. <laughs> uh, no, that's not what happens. No. Um, the Doctor poked his head back in the TARDIS and spoke. <laughs> Remember, you two, if the tracking system starts up again, contact us immediately on Radar's radio equipment. No. Righto, came the reply from Zoe. Oh, you can rely on us to do your wee job for you. And job is spelt with two O's. Your wee job... Mm-hmm, hum, wondered the doctor. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Mm. Mm. He clicked his tongue and left. What? Clicked his tongue, apparently. Okay. Uh, the patrol consisted of three red Daleks, two grey Daleks, and the black Dalek, <laughs> <laughs> along with several Ogron guards. The Dalek patrol steered towards the spot where the police box was situated. They had been ordered by the Dalek Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was the Supreme Dalek before, but now it's the Dalek Supreme, which suggests to me that it's one of the Supremes. <laughs> is that, Dalek Supreme is a... Is that like a An dessert ice cream. or something? Yeah, 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 it does sound like... Yeah. Um, uh, waiter, could I have a Dalek Supreme, please? I'll get three red Daleks and a... 
<laughs> Dalek Supreme. And a Dalek Supreme for yeah. Timmy. Uh, excuse me, I'd like to make a complaint. <laughs> my dessert exterminated my son. Uh, yes, OK. Uh, Dalek Supreme. <laughs> to kill the white-haired old man who owned it. <laughs> what? And oh, any right. companions he had with him. So they think he's still William uh, Patrick Troughton. No, they think he's Richard no, Earned. So yeah, they still think he's still I think they, they still think he's Richard Earned or... Uh, Whitehead old man. Uh, creepers hung down. What? As if Is trying... that a person? Yeah, he hung down. As if trying to slow the Daleks and Ogron's progress. Ogron. Ogron, sorry, Ogron's progress. It looks like Ogron's. It's all me. right. Well, it's it, it does um, But they rolled on <laughs> relentlessly with their only cargo, two crates of Dalekanium explosives. Yeah. Is that a thing? Or yeah, you make that up? Yeah, Dalekanium is a thing. Yeah. In the Doctor Who universe. Yes, it is explosives. Apart from when it's not and it's something else. But, like, yeah, they always have Dalekanium. Do you think the Ogrons rolled on as well? You would have thought that, like, um, the yeah, Daleks rolled, rolled on, on and as well. the Ogrons would probably carry the Dalekanium. Well, they've got Dalekanium. They can trample up the TARDIS and the white-haired old man inside it. Oh, sorry, what was that hilarious joke that from earlier? There was a hilarious... Yeah, yeah, you cannot defeat the Daleks because they don't have defeats. They oh, have right. de-wheels. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that funny, was it? It was brilliant. Um, OK, so... The object that had materialised on Scarrow a few seconds before the police box was another TARDIS, though this one's chameleon circuit was in working order, and the tree matched in perfectly with the thick forestry that covered practically the whole planet, and so the Ogron on duty had not noticed. Yeah, the Ogron on duty guarding that tree. (laughs) (laughs) That's how they check? uh, (laughs) Just go around counting trees. Yeah, Uh, same amount of tree here. Good. Oh, maybe one more tree, but not sure. <laughs> yeah. Not sure which tree, new tree. <laughs> Me chop down all trees yeah. on Scarrow, <laughs> just to make sure. Because you'd think that, like, if he's because he was in the command centre of the Dalek fucking city, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, how the hell he's there? Because this is Scarrow, and they've they've only heard of William Hartnell. They didn't even have Ogrons till later. It must be John Perry, but but surely the computer lets you know when a thing has arrived on the planet. But he looks at it and goes, oh, no, it's just a tree. <laughs> yeah, just, a tree has yeah, just arrived. arrived. <laughs> Don't need to worry about that. <laughs> yeah. Tree's not dangerous. Yeah. But what this? Blue box? Uh, not belong here. Mm. Is that how Ogrons talk? Can't, well, they don't say much, but they go like, oh, yes. <laughs> the master sat smugly within his tree, TARDIS. <laughs> <laughs> he would stay here for a short while, right. give his pursuers time to be slaughtered, oh. then move on. He was glad they were going to die, whoever they were. Oh, he didn't know. No, but it's a bit of a pun there, because whoever they were. <sighs> Doctor whoever they Doctor were. Doctor whoever they were. The forest was terribly humid, but like the Daleks before them, the Doctor and Radar did not stop and rest. They were still searching for the enemy's TARDIS with a T-A-S-M-D. What? Time and Space Machine Detector. Is that Radar? Tasmodar. Did, did Radar invent that? Radar. On the, get on the, the way Tasmodar. there. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Radar, we are going to need some kind of detector. <laughs> some kind of detector that can detect time and space machines. Uh, I've got a, I've got an idea, yeah. Tom Baker, Doctor Who. Mm. What about a time and space machine detector? That sounds perfect. <laughs> Unless you can make a find the master machine. <laughs> no, well, I'm afraid that's impossible. Okay, not a Futma then. There's a Tadutmanma. <laughs> a, ta- a, a Tasdama. A Tasmada. I've, I've already made it. Here it is. Oh no, sorry. That's my uh, make sounds out of speakers machine. Stereo. Oh, I think I'm lost. 
because his picture box machine or whatever, that was a television, <laughs> yeah. right? It was just, basically, his machines were things that existed, yeah. but instead of naming them, they were no, being remember, described. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, this is my uh, look outside yeah. of a building while you're still inside yeah, machine. Yeah. <laughs> also or window, a window. window. <laughs> window yeah. Or were, for short. <laughs> um, all right, so... The Dalek Patrol had now reached the TARDIS that belonged to the white-haired old man, who was known as the Doctor. Oh, the Ogrun guards were attaching the Dalekanium explosives to the tall, blue and very old box. The fucking TARDIS! Yeah. She's called it the TARDIS! <laughs> They'd found the Doctor's TARDIS and were, like, charging it with explosives. With their dark brown, muscly hands. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Daleks shouted orders to their slaves. Just to remind you, they are slaves. Yeah. And every order was followed out. Followed out? Followed out, yeah. Uh, yeah, carried out is what you mean, isn't it? Or followed. <laughs> you're just you're combining words there, combining phrasal verbs. Let's follow these orders out. <laughs> Every order was followed out by the ugly creatures <laughs> because they were too stupid to disagree <laughs> what they were doing. <laughs> the Ogrons may have been stupid, but they were very fierce. Oh. And could rip a man to pieces. They evil in general. <laughs> They just did their jobs and followed their orders. That's unfair to say they're evil. If they're stupid, you can't really be evil if you're stupid, can you? You wouldn't think so, no. You it's think more instinctual, yeah. no. yeah. um, All right, so blah, 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 muscly hands, ugly, <laughs> stupid, <laughs> evil, ripping man to pieces. Okay, so when all the Dalekanium had been attached to the TARDIS, yeah. the time machine... The big blue box that came from outer space yeah, that was yeah, bigger, it was bigger than the inside. Yeah, yeah. It's got roundels yeah, okay. and the hexagonal thing up and, and down. And it landed recently and wasn't a tree. Yeah, yeah the yeah. time machine looked very... Very different indeed. The time machine. With stubby black cylinders that protruded at regular intervals. The patrol moved off back to section B2. <laughs> Thanks Let's for the, go uh, back to B2 now. <laughs> Thanks for the detail. It eh? is much more nicer there. <laughs> yes, master, we go there. Shall we bring back this empty crate? <laughs> no, you can leave empty crate. <laughs> Or I will let them. <laughs> the stupid fucking evil Ogrons did what they were told because they were idiots. <laughs> idiots. All right. So we, we made nice pattern on TARDIS. <laughs> well, made nice pattern on Blue Box, though. Put at regular intervals. <laughs> Could have just lobbed them all in one plate. No, yeah, we put we, we designed it. <laughs> they, they they put them like roundels, basically, is what it's suggesting, because I'm pretty certain that when roundels were described in an earlier chapter, they were at regular intervals as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, regular bleeps. <laughs> what? This is the beginning of the next section. Regular bleeps were now being were now being emitted from the Tasmada, and the Doctor closely from followed. The Tasdema. Tasmada. The yeah. Tasdema is making regular bleeps. <laughs> what does this mean, Dennis Quaid? <laughs> I don't know. Um, and the Doctor closely followed by Ray Dar. Hang on. And the Doctor, closely followed by Radar, were moving more swiftly through the thick undergrowth. Eventually, they arrived at the other TARDIS. Hooray! Found it! cried Radar. And there's someone in it, enthused the Doctor, looking at another of Radar's inventions. This one is called the Make Water Hottie Pot. <laughs> what? Kettle. <laughs> it is another of Radar's inventions. And allows me to know what is inside a TARDIS. <laughs> yeah, that's its secondary function. <laughs> right, how do we get in? I'm, I'm back to the actual thing now. Okay. Yeah. Right, how do we get in? Um, well, I'm not entirely sure. This TARDIS isn't a Type 40, so I'm on a key... Oh, no, hang on, this isn't a... <laughs> I've messed... <laughs> Fuck, it's a confusing who's speaking. Right, so that... 
How do we get in? That was Dennis Who's Quaid. speaking? There's the clue. Yeah. Uh, and there's someone in it, enthused the Doctor, looking at another of Radar's inventions. Yeah. Right, how do we get in? Said Radar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not entirely sure. This TARDIS isn't a Type 40, so my key won't fit the lock. What, so like a key works in any All time? All Type 40 TARDISes, yeah. yeah. TARDISes, Tardi, I suppose. TARDIS. TARDIS. yes. Ha! Laughed Radar. The fool's forgotten to lock it. And indeed, the master had slipped up. What? What's more, he had fallen asleep. What? So I think what's happened is that the the master seems to have forgotten to lock his TARDIS, yeah. that he, well, his tree that he's hiding in, and he's also fallen asleep inside his tree. You don't have to lock them, though, do you? I mean, you don't go inside and lock a TARDIS ever. That never that's happens. True, that's true. So they must or, have... Uh, in fact, when you go out... In fact, they do. They have those little keys, so it is a Yale lock, isn't it, yeah. on the TARDIS? So it, the door's it shut. Closed, it's yeah. closed, yeah. Well, he's forgotten to close the door of his tree, TARDIS. OK, though. yeah, yeah. He's left his branch open. Yeah. The two aged men entered the TARDIS and Sweet. saw the master lying in a rocking chair. The Doctor was amazed, and stupidly, he cried out, You! <laughs> he should have gone, stupidly, he cried out, Oh, bloody hell, it's the master! <laughs> Don't say anything in case we wake him up! <laughs> the master was awoken. He jumped from his seat and stared back at the Doctor. Oh. You! He shouted, a ghastly. Now, that's a, not a word, a is it? A ghastly. A ghastly. A ghastly, yeah, he shouted at a ghastly. The Doctor's first... Regeneration and the Master had met once before, some time ago. This was when the power-crazed President of Gallifrey, Barusa, had brought four of the Doctor's incarnations together in the Death Zone in his search for immortality. The Master had been sent to save the four Doctors. This is a recap of the five Doctors. This is explaining how the Master <clears throat> and Patrick Chow and Doctor Who know each other. Isn't this, this, bit, this recap's not okay. relevant, though, because we've been yeah. playing him as Tom Baggett okay. Doctor Who. So. However, the Master had only been chosen because he knew the Doctor and what he was likely to be doing in the Death Zone. Oh, this is boring. <laughs> yeah. Just watch the five Doctors. Yeah, yeah. Get up to the next and paragraph. Where he was likely to be. He happened also to be the arch enemy of the Doctor's third, fourth, and fifth incarnations, and had betrayed them. But he wasn't the arch enemy of what? The six and the seven. First and second, no. He was um, friends with them. Yeah, he loved them. Though this was only now, Craggy Master, <laughs> you are my friend now, Master. Come and set retardus. I can't do. I can't do these doctors. <laughs> Clearly, he's he's a master. Give him a chip. <laughs> Though this was only their second meeting. They hated each other. Oh. The master quickly drew his gun from the holster that hung around his waist. What? <laughs> At last, screamed the master, you shall die. He raised his gun and suddenly he glowed with an intense blue light and froze. <laughs> Did he? That's weird, isn't it? Radar put his neutraliser back in his pocket and smiled. Ah. You haven't killed him, have you? Asked the doctor. No, he's just in a state of paralysis. It'll wear off after a short while, and so let us use that time in which to find the candle. The doctor grinned and nodded. Then they began rummaging through the master's cupboards and drawers. <laughs> I shall look in his wardrobe. You look in, in his, his cutlery drawer. In his bureau. <laughs> what, is, what is this? I have found a bag. It's got... Some sacks in it. <laughs> it's his sack bag. Don't make a doctor who had found the master's sock bag. And he told Dennis Quaid about it. I have found his sack bag. Uh, do you think that's it, relevant, Tom Baker, Doctor Who? It is full of sacks. <laughs> Maybe that is my thing. Maybe that's my thing in his sack bag. All right, so 
Doctor Who and Radar went off to investigate the Master. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Jamie and Zoe are still in the Doctor's TARDIS. Mm -hmm. So let's see how they're getting on with just kind of staying in a single in a single place that's locked and not not causing any trouble. <laughs> okay. Oh, I think you should come and have a look at this, Zoe, said a rather worried Jamie as he was looking at the scanner. Zoe wandered over to him and looked at the scanner. <laughs> it was nearly totally covered by some round black object. <laughs> Could you move that round black object? <laughs> Could you move that, Jamie? Yeah. I can't see the scanner. What could it possibly be, Jamie? A near can I be sure? <laughs> Shall I go and find out? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yes, OK, go on then, agreed Zoe, reluctantly. Yeah. She walked over to the control console and pressed the red control button. Nothing happened, and so she tried again. This time, something happened. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> something happened. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> And then, and then, then they she went outside. Yeah, she presses it again. Oh, that's a beautiful sentence. <laughs> she walked over to the control console and pressed the red control button. Nothing happened. And so she tried again. This time something happened. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing overly fantastic. A <laughs> noise just came from the doors. A kind of fut fit, fut fut fit, <laughs> then silence. Wow. All of a sudden, the TARDIS seemed rather grim. It was as if everything within, all the instruments, were holding their breath. Oh. The Daleks did not want the people inside to escape, so they had fitted a jamming system onto the door's opening mechanism, which was disallowing them to open. They could have just, like, boarded it up with planks, couldn't they? <laughs> and I know it's a high-tech machine and everything, but it's got yeah. fairly simple doors. So <laughs> yeah, the Daleks had put a brick there. <laughs> Jamie, there's a brick in front of the door. They've built a wall. Oh, I don't know what a brick is and how to move a brick. <laughs> could you use your dirk, Jamie? No, he won't be happy if I use him. <laughs> I could phone B.A. if you like, though, see what he says. I ain't picking up no brick. <laughs> and so they would do it. To, to spend the eternity in a, in a TARDIS. Because <laughs> yeah. B.A. wouldn't pick up a no brick. Yeah. And they hadn't got any milk <laughs> to drug him with. They got loads of milk in the TARDIS, but they couldn't, they couldn't make him to him, drink yeah. it because it was, he was on the other side of the door. Of doors. the brick. <laughs> yeah. It's stuck. I don't like this at all. It's spooky. What can we do? You try and fix it, Jamie, and I'll contact the doctor. Zoe darted over to the radio and started sending transmissions. <laughs> While Jamie walked over to the doors and started thumping them. <laughs> uh, the radio yeah, okay. receiver that rested in the doctor's pocket fuzzed on. Doctor, <laughs> doctor, come in. The Doctor clambered out of the roundel, which he had discovered could be opened. <laughs> he fished the radio receiver from his pocket and pressed a few buttons on it. Not just one button, but a few. <laughs> Hello, Zoe, is there a problem? Yes, there seems to be some kind of round object covering the scanner. There's a brick on the door. <laughs> it's just that round. They haven't moved that round black object. It's not on the other side. It's, one, it's the oh, door. Oh, I see. It's just covering the scanner, not the camera, though. They're covering the scanner. Well, she, yeah, she's an idiot. And so okay. am I. And the doors won't budge either. Yes, well, don't worry. It's probably just some over-friendly plant life. Oh, it what? tends to wrap itself round things on primitive, unadvanced planets. <laughs> and seeing as this planet what? is just so... 
It isn't at all surprising. <laughs> Just um, don't worry at all. I'll pop along in a few minutes and take a look. What are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, what? He's it's got probably insane. a plant. <laughs> when you get, when you get wrapped yourself around the tortoise, that sh- always happens. When you get a really stupid planet, <laughs> plants wrap themselves around you all the time. <laughs> don't worry about that. It's fine. I'll come and check it out in a minute. Uh, Right, thanks, Doctor. Bye. <laughs> does it say that? Yeah, it does. Good. Yes, bye, Doc, came a Scottish voice, which Should... had just joined Zoe. Should I stop thumping the doors now, then, Doctor Who? Yes, a, you don't brilliant. need to thump the doors now. It's just a plant yeah. doing rapping. <laughs> oh. But I want to get this bit together because it's a brilliant bit. Because okay. it says, the Doctor says, I'll pop along in a few minutes and take a look. Right, thanks, Doctor. Bye. Bye-bye, Dork, came a Scottish voice, which had just joined Zoe. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Zoe. Bye-bye, Jamie. (laughs) He says bye-bye to them both. Yeah, they all spend, like, four lines saying goodbye. It's like the end of the Waltons. It is, it's brilliant. It's like, night-night, Jim Bob. Night-night, John Boy. See you in the morning. (laughs) Good night. Yes, goodbye. Goodbye, canine. Goodbye, Leela. <laughs> goodbye, Romana. But Doctor, they're not here. <laughs> I'm saying goodbye to I, them in this separate time I am zone. Being completist. Yeah. The He's, next line is good. I've got a time radio. I got to say goodbye to everyone I ever met. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so it's um. Right, thanks, Doctor. Bye. Yes, bye, Doc. Came a Scottish voice. Bye, bye, Zoe. <laughs> bye, bye, Jamie. And then the next line is, they all fussed off. <laughs> they all fussed off. <laughs> And after saying bye, they all fuzzed off. Good. Uh, the doctor replaced the receiver in his pocket and walked over to Radar's legs. <laughs> what? His legs. Radar's <laughs> legs. Radar's legs. Have you seen the rest of Radar? Little Howard dreamed of being a writer. And so he sat down to every night. But everything he wrote was fucked. Shite, yeah. Wubba-dubba-do, wubba-dubba-do. Was writer in the world? 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 He's a stupid, suck-ass, rubbish writer. Yeah. I'll tell you what I like about this show. Yeah, what? It's how, at no point, we spend three minutes telling people what mattress they should sleep on or what beer they should drink or what razors they should shave with. Really? Because I, that's, I really like that. I don't, and that's why I've been thinking that I'm going to start <laughs> doing that. Specifically, I think everybody should come and sleep on my mattress <laughs> with me. Just one big pile. Let's all do it. But no, isn't it nice, everybody, how you don't have to, when you're listening to this show, you don't have to keep skipping forwards. <laughs> Right? Like you do on all those other shows that have adverts on. That's nice, isn't it? Oh, it's lovely. It's lovely. <laughs> so help us stay that way by supporting us on Patreon for as little as $2 a month. And we can make sure we never, ever tell you what razors to shave with. <laughs> T-shirts to wear or something. <laughs> I think that's a bit mean. I'm, I'm not, I don't mean to. 
I don't mean to shame other podcasts, you know, that's fine. But you're going to say you didn't mean to shave other podcasts then. Maybe you're just not doing an advert for razors or something. I didn't buy those razors, so I can't shave other podcasts. Mm. Because I kept I kept skipping past the <laughs> the advert and so I don't know I don't know which ones they want me to buy. I just I'm just very aware that they want me to buy a particular brand of razors. Mm. People can use this to try and deduce which podcasts I listen to. <laughs> they can't. Because I listen to all, quite a right, wide variety and they all want you to get those razors. Oh, do they? Mm. Okay. I only listen to about three and, and only one of them wants me to get Really? Get these things. Yeah, and it's like my favourite one. I don't know why I'm being mean to it. I really like it. Of course, we don't ask you to join our Patreon for just for the stuff you've already got. We're not asking for your donation. If you join, we will give you loads Razors of... and mattresses. <laughs> no, not and that, not that. Eight beers a month. No, no, no. Audio video content oh, okay. made by us. All right. That doesn't sound as good. No, no wonder, no wonder why everyone's doing that stuff. They're getting drunk. They're getting like smooth skin, and they're having a nice lie down. Shit! What oh a... shit! We chose the we chose the wrong team. Yeah, we chose the team where people give us money and we make stuff for them, mm. rather than people give someone else money and that person gives them a mattress. <laughs> <laughs> That's way better. What are we thinking what are we of? Doing? Oh my god. <laughs> No, oh, but seriously, yeah. If you want to be double entertained, quadruple entertained, oh, way more. It's 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 ridiculous how much how much stuff there is that you'll that will entertain you on our Patreon. Uh, and go and have a look at it. You can look at it, and there's even some free samples. <laughs> yeah, go and look at that audio. <laughs> <laughs> I said audio and video. <laughs> I'm definitely... But, you know, if you want to look at audio, <laughs> I'm not going to stop you. No. I'm not here to tell you what razors to use, what mattress <laughs> to sleep on, or how to interact with audio content, all right? That is your life. You do what you want, <laughs> Really, <okay>? yeah. <laughs> and if you haven't figured it out by now, then... Um... I don't know. You can't, I mean, you, you wouldn't be the first one because you're looking at it. You were looking at us saying this, and you're like, "You would not what? be the first one of our patrons that don't know how to listen to audio." There's definitely <laughs> at least three of them who are giving us money and haven't worked out what we do yet. Mm. Also, your mum doesn't know that we make a podcast. No, your mum like watched a couple of videos and went, "Your podcast is rubbish." Yeah, <laughs> right? and we're like, "That's not it." Oh, okay, don't worry about it. <laughs> that's that's not the thing <laughs> oh it's rubbish you suck <laughs> okay thanks mum <laughs> alright anyway so um, hello to Howard's mum yes if she's ever worked out how to in- how to not just yeah. look at audio yeah. if she's watching this hi <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, give her give her a wave. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your ongoing support, Howard's mum. Uh, we're so glad you always watch our podcast. We are so good at adverts. <laughs> Could you tell the listener at home how they're going to join Patreon? Where will they find it? They've got to go to patreon.com forward slash man by cow. On the internet, there's also an app. It's dead easy. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye, milk. Goodbye, milk. Here's a stupid suck-ass rubbish writer. Yeah.